Hey there, before this episode begins, just want to thank Josh for coming on the show. He's a big friend to both myself and the podcast, and if you enjoy hearing from him, check him out on Twitch at King Tamakos. That's a K-I-N-G-T-A-M-A-K-O-S on Twitch. I also want to thank our patron, Kevin, and if you'd like to become a patron yourself, go to patreon.com slash pastime. But if you would like to support the podcast in other ways, you can just follow us on Twitter and Instagram at pastimethinker, and just share the podcast with people who you think might enjoy it. Anyways, here's the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Pastime Thinker podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and today my guest is Joshua, otherwise known as King Tamakos, on Twitch. How you doing, man? You fucking did it again. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Tamakos. 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 Your name messes me up. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm leaving it in. We're going to keep recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i i am doing well how are you i'm doing well oh it's been a busy week (laughs) you're Uh, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna let me forget that are you oh fuck no fuck no (laughs) oh so yeah josh uh you're part of the next phase and uh you work in the the restaurant industry and yeah how's that how's that been is it is it busy is it dead like you you think Um, we're gonna get another wave oh my god no wave definitely oh yeah yeah, may, maybe because of the U.S., but... Yeah. Yeah, we are definitely getting the fucking wave. Oh, yeah, for <sighs> sure. Well, like, do you think do you think the restaurant's opened uh, too early? Or reopened? Uh, honestly, if the U.S. was fucking... If the U.S. was controlled, like, I wouldn't be worried about it. Mm-hmm. But since the U.S. is, like, going, like, batshit insane... Oh, it's, yeah. I, I think it's kind of too early, like... I, I'm more worried about people from the U.S. coming to Canada, and then we and then um, we started to show up, yeah. and 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 I'm technically I, I'm technically a dishwasher, so I'm kind of in like the front lines in terms of that. That makes sense. Yeah, you're touching all the things that other people touched, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I think like the waiters and then the dishwasher, you know. Oh yeah, the waiters. That that must be. Well, don't like uh, waiters like have to wear masks and stuff when they're taking orders and whatnot. Oh yeah, everyone wears a mask. Like the people are lying. Me, the waiters. Like I'm actually surprised we don't have anything to cover our eyes. You know. Yeah. Wait. Even the line like, cooks have to have to wear masks. Yes. That, yes. That I would kill myself. I I was a line cook briefly and. Between my glasses in the hot chi- in the hot kitchen, if I had to wear a mask, like also, like I I have no problem wearing a mask, like out in public and stuff like that. But like specifically, like working on the line with a mask on, that would be horrible. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the reason I say about I, we have like no eye protection whatsoever. Okay, but it's kind of a problem because it can go through the eyes. But yeah, like I ha- I have glasses, so like I'm fine with that. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, like uh again, I've I've been living a very sheltered throughout all this. I I got to work from home when and then I'm back at the office now that we're able to and besides that, like I don't really I haven't really left the house much like out of, you know, respect for the rules and stuff like that. So like I really don't know what it do be like out there. But the past 6 months I've been basically playing War Warcraft, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, I not- have li- I have literally set up like like six characters then order to like um to order to solo farm uh Warlords of Drayo of Draenor waiting in order to buy the wild token, you know? So no basically I, I could <laughs> uh, no, obviously. Okay, so there's a wild token 
is that if you trade in like a fifty coin while token price is about one hundred twenty thousand. Sure. If you get a wild token, you can add three days of game time or fifteen bucks of the Blizzard like currency. Currency. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool that they put that in there. Um, uh, but uh, World of Warcraft yeah. is just like a thing that like I've never been able to get into. I think I've installed World of Warcraft like five to seven separate times, played it for like a night, and then never touched it. Yeah, I think I tried to get you in that. I think that was in uh, Warlords. It was, uh, I remember, I think the first time I played it, I think I was like some kind of werewolf. Uh, uh, yeah, Woken. Yeah, and then the second time, or maybe even the third time, I think I was like a panda. Uh, Pandalian. But yeah, that's basically a panda. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I, I've tried I've always, I've always wanted to like it. I just never had. Oh, I think I played as like a gnome one time. Uh, yeah, that's the name. It is a no. Uh, yeah, it's, it's said to be Gloam, but you know. <laughs> and how do you not know your fucking wild lore, man? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know the, the wild lore. I really don't. Um. Uh, yeah. No. I've I've always tried like that in League of Legends. I know that you're really into both. I think that's what always made me want to try and get into them, like for the sake of being able to play them with you. But like I've given them genuine tries. They just don't. They they just don't pull me in. <laughs> Which I fully yeah, expected them to, because I love those types of games. Like, I can play Skyrim for hours, and World of Warcraft is basically just a, I don't want to say reskinned Skyrim, or vice versa, but, like, they're very similar. Uh, in terms of options. Uh, technically, they're not, but... Hmm. Yeah. Like, honestly, for the League, I'm kind of glad you got, you went into it. Because when I was like, like neck deep in the league, it was the most toxic shit I have oh, ever played. I have heard that there are some toxic fucking people on that video game. I mean, oh, I've God. recently, I've recently like really gone into a video game that has a huge toxic fan base. Um, uh, uh, dead, dead by daylight. Dead by fucking daylight. It is. Yeah. I, lo I love the game. I love the game. And like sometimes I park, I partake in the shit talking. Like if I feel like I'm justified, but like the amount of the amount of DMs. Like I've had a PlayStation account for years now. My DM box has been empty the entire time, unless it was like you know like message requests or like friend requests or like game requests from like my actual friends that I actually know. Like my DM box has genuinely been pretty well empty i start playing this fucking game and like i get like two to five messages a night easily of people just talking shit yeah aren't you a killer main or uh i'm i I'm, I'm a very balanced i i play both i'm i play both the survivor and the killer um uh when i'm playing with my brother i play survivor when i'm playing by myself i'll play killer I'm definitely a much. I'm definitely on the higher side of the ranking system on Survivor than I am Killer, but you know I play both. But, yeah, I heard. I heard that the um, Survivors is a bunch of whiny bitches. That makes the, sense. <laughs> so, like within, so for people who know who don't know the game, oh. like Dead by Daylight is oh, this. You're not denying it. You're not denying it. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but just just to get some context for the game. It's, it's an asymmetrical survival horror game or whatever. So essentially, like, you'll boot up a game, and the point is, if you're playing Survivor, you need to escape. If you're playing Killer, you need to kill the survivors. There's four survivors, one killer. And 
because of like the dynamic and like certain like uh, like power ups that each the killer and the survivors can use and stuff like that, the survivors are deemed as entitled like assholes, and the killers are seen as like whiny bitch complainers, and there's no winning. There's no winning because you know for the most part the survivors are right. For the most part, the killers are right. Uh, I think the only way to get, like, the best out of the game is to, like, honest to God, play an equal amount of both sides. Because if you play killer enough, you're going to start whining about, you know, the perks that the that the survivors get. And if you play survivor enough, you're going to start getting very frustrated and start feeling entitled when you, you come across a really skilled killer. Yeah, uh, basically with League of Legends, the best way to play the game, especially if you're a jungler, is to mute chat. <laughs> like, literally, mute, mute the enemy chat, mute your own chat, and basically communicate with pings. Like, yeah. I, I have done that, and as soon as I get to the end lobby, the end lobby screen, which is you can't mute everyone, apparently my entire team was shit-talking me, <laughs> even though I basically won the game for them. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get... Oh. Man, like, I know we're, we're both talking about video games that probably the majority of the people that are listening, like, don't play or know of, but, like... League of Legends and World of Warcraft are two of the biggest games of all time. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, they, they might, I might like, they might know the game, but they probably, like, they know of the game, but they probably haven't, like, played it themselves or, like, know the game, you know? Especially, yeah, that's true. I know that I'm, like, doubly guilty with Dead by Daylight. You're definitely talking about, like, more mainstream video games. Oh, definitely. The whole eSports craze. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, no, like, I don't know. Does uh, does a toxic fan base, like, make or break video games for you? Like, if you play an online game and just, like, the fan base and, like, the player base is just so toxic, will that make you stop playing the game? Or do you not really care? Uh, I say it depends on the person. I mean, have you seen the games I play? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like... I, I play League of Legends, I play World of Warcraft, I, I fucking play Halo, you know? You still play Halo? Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, Halo, the uh, Magic Chief Collection on PC. Oh, that's right. It's, they, it's, they fucking, it's fucking amazing, you know? Oh, that's another game that I wish I was more into, but I was, I was, I was a Sony kid. I played PlayStation. I, uh, like, I've played Halo, but I've never, like, owned, like, hey, like, owned it and, like, played it regularly. Like, I always grew up on, like, from PlayStation 1 to now. I mean, honestly, if I had a choice between um, Halo and Call of Duty, like, I would choose Halo. Like, I, really? I like the I like the uh, feeling of Halo better, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I will say, though, you, you, when playing Halo, you do feel a little invincible. I, I'll admit that. You feel pretty boosted. It's it's not really invincible. Like, I kind of prefer the multiplayer. Like, uh, single player, I kind of prefer too, because multiplayer is kind of an um, activate in Call of Duty, you know? Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, the Halo soundtrack is amazing. I love the like the entire series of Halo. Like they they always come out with amazing soundtracks. I always listen to the soundtracks. The Elfian track man. <laughs> oh, not now we're not fucking we're not fucking doing that. <laughs> but yeah, like I've, I've I've again like I've you know gone to my cousin's place or like a, had a sleepover at a friend's house who had like an xbox and they're like oh let's play halo and like i've played halo but i i, I have not put a lot of hours into it i'm not like into halo and that's mainly because i've always had a playstation so i was playing 
Ratchet and Clank. I was playing Jack and Daxter. I was playing Call of Duty. Um, uh, those kind of games, like the the Sony exclusives. Yeah, I think by accident I collected most of the uh, Ratchet and Clank games. You know, <laughs> like on the PS2. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I collect video games. By the way, not. <laughs> Yeah, I know you collect video games. It was one of the best parts about having a sleepover at your house. Because you just had games I never knew about. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, have you ever heard of something called The Bouncer by Square Enix? The Bouncer? Yeah, it's, it's a PS2 game that basically, like, um, it's it's kind of like uh, Streets of Rage-like. Okay. But it had, like, RPG elements. Like, it was made by Square. And, like, one of the main characters... Give me a sec. I'm just looking for the uh, manual. God, I remember those. Like, fucking manuals, you you know? You just have this random game on hand right now? Is that that what's going on? (laughs) Uh, no, but... uh, That's actually, uh... Ah, wait, no. Uh, one of the characters named Volt has a character, like, a pouch. But it's, like, has the uh, circle, the red circle with the lion cross, you know? Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. I kind of went off topic. Oh, it's fine. We're not really on a specific topic. But, yeah, like... Yeah, that's uh, true. Sometimes a toxic fan base can make or break a game for me. Like, that's why I had to take a break from Call of Duty for a while. Once they once they implemented those uh, death mics, or, or death whispers, whatever they were called, essentially when you kill someone, you, like, the last, like, three seconds of their audio you can listen to so like you'd kill someone and be like fucking bitch or like like just for those three seconds just the most creative hurtful slurs that you can think of just for killing someone so if you're getting like a lot of kills like you're just getting berated the entire game and like i didn't like it because i think i may have been like 12 or 13 or some bullshit like that and like i just didn't i i stopped enjoying it for a while i didn't know how to turn it off and then my brother bradley i think figured it out and then i started playing more Honestly, if you really think about it, there's a certain type of beauty to it, if that <laughs> makes any sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if you kill someone and someone, like, insult you, like, honestly, my first thought, it'd be like, oh, nice. I mean, not gonna <laughs> like, lie, you be not sorry. I mean, I, I should probably give more context. I was a camper. Ah, fucking course you are. I would just barricade myself in a little corner of the map and just wait for people to walk by. Like, that ah, that, it's not... that was my pro strat. That was that was my strategy. It, it's not camping, it's power positions, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping the map points on lockdown. Yeah, no, that, that was I 100% mean... my playstyle. I was literally, I, I forget the exact perk loadout, but like... I had the perk loadout that let me have two primary weapons, so I just have an assault rifle and a shotgun. And I'd bring all these claymores and explosives, I would completely sabotage anyone who tried to get into my little corner, I would make sure that I have like a, like a good amount of field of vision, that way if someone walked by I can get a quick kill, and i just sit there the entire map. And I played this game so often that like, I had like two or three favorite spots on every map. So, like, I always knew the moment I spawned in, I'd go to the closest little nook, and I'd just, like, set myself up and sit there. And I was a kid, but I don't know. It was the only way I could do it. Did you shit talk while doing that? Oh, no, not at all. I didn't even use a mic. <laughs> I, I never even used a mic. 
Uh, I'm guessing you never use a sniper or something like that. Uh, I I think once I got more competent at the game, I swapped out that shotgun for a sniper rifle, and I didn't camp as much. Which is funny because I mean, in the world of Call of Duty, a sniper rifle is an assault weapon. Uh, yeah, I I mean, if the develop the game developers did not want people to camp, they would have put such powerful positions on the map, you oh, know. Yeah. Or they'd like give you some kind of like penalty for it, like, <clears throat> like again, I know in, I know this is like the second time I brought this game up, but in Dead by Daylight, the way the killer has to kill the survivors is by downing them and putting them on a hook. And then basically they have a time limit on the hook. Someone can either rescue them, or if they're on the hook for too long, like the, the all-being entity of evil thing sucks them into the sky. And then that, that, that survivor's dead. And the developers implemented a thing where if the killer is hanging out around a hooked survivor for too long, they get um, a, an experience points penalty. And like a, a heavy one at that. To... Uh, that way the killer can't just like proxy or camp the hook and it, it helps the game like actually be interesting but a lot of people don't really care about it there's still a lot of people who just like will hook you and then stare at you while you're on the hook just look them down the eyes you know oh yeah it, it's ridiculous like imagine if you actually did that in real life like somebody just hook you for no reason and then you look <laughs> up and then some like fucking like like Cthulhu-esque creature just like had its like tentacle come down and just like suck you up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this like, again, the lore of Dead by Daylight is just like, there's this entity, there's multiple realities, and like this entity basically picks like his favorite people slash murderers from each reality and just like throws them into what's called a trial. And just to like, I guess it's just its way to like fuck shit up. It's, it's a fun game, but... Uh, we've probably talked about it enough, I think. Uh, shit place to live, but, you know. <laughs> shit place to live, indeed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if I knew that, that, that screw it, I'm becoming a fucking crack addict, you know? <laughs> I mean, the the cool part about it is, is like, uh, the game is actually made in Canada. Um, uh, <laughs> I think they're based in Montreal, the, the people who made it. And... Uh, a little bit they, they've been doing this for about four years and for a little bit now they're every now and then they actually get a licensed killer which is really fun so like they have like michael myers they have uh the chainsaw texas massacre they have freddy krueger um uh, they're the newest one that they just got was pyramid head from silent hill hmm. and it's it, yeah it's 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 getting more and more fun as it's getting more and more popular i definitely want everybody to play it it definitely make the queue times longer or shorter. That's the one drawback of this game is the queue times. Like you, you go to ready up, like you're ready to play, and it'll you'll be sitting in a lobby for like twenty minutes. Hmm. Which well, what... to be, to be fair, the fact that it's kind of a horror game plus the toxic community that kind of have a, a role in that, you oh, know? Absolutely, it absolutely does. Because I think that's why the community is so fucking toxic. Because if you're sitting there for 20 minutes to get into a game, and then it, it turns out to, like, not be, or feel that it's a not fair game, like, if you have, like, a very toxic killer or a bunch of toxic survivors, you're going to start resenting the other side. Because, you know, I had to wait 20 minutes to get into a game, and you're fucking up my experience. Oh, God, that's, that's kind of the same with Lee, to be honest. You oh, know? really? Like... I'll give some contents. Um, I made the ADC wall for the long time. Um, 
So basically, what ADC or attack damage carry means is that in I'm basically a late game insurance. That makes sense. Okay, so you you're pretty My, regular, and then late game you're supposed to come in clutch. Uh no. Um, oh. early to sometimes make game. It depends on champion. Okay. I am completely fucking useless. <laughs> I deal no damage. I have no CC whatsoever. My job in the early game is to literally just farm. Okay. Farm uh, CS so keeps going. And because I'm so fucking useless, I have a support with me to make sure I don't fucking die because <laughs> I, I, I will literally die from a fucking like mosquito bite, you know? Okay. Like, basically we have low health shit. Yeah. But you also got to understand that there's an enemy ADC and support. So yeah. sometimes my support would just stand from the back of me while I'm trying to fucking CS and I'm getting fucking chugged out, you know? Yeah. And while I'm trying to talk to him, like, hey, can you like be like side by side with me or even try to, to retaliate? I get called fucking like a fucking like, um, I get called colorful language, as colorful you language. could say. Oh, yeah. Well, because you're trying to tell someone else how to play their game, right? Which Yeah, but true. But if, if we're playing the war, I'm like... And then and then the entire team bitched me because I'm fucking behind. I'm just like, play with this fucking support, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes... Oh, like, again, sometimes like, I engage. I... Sometimes I engage. Like, some, it's just too good sometimes. Like, the, like the other night... I was playing Dead by Daylight, and I was using Michael Myers, who already has a really, really bad rap in the game because he has this ability that for, like, two full minutes, he's like he can insta-kill you if you charge up his ability correctly. And, you know, I, I play the trial. I think I killed, like, three out of the four survivors. Like, I didn't even get, like, a perfect game. But the game also has a scoring system. So regardless if you kill everybody, regardless if you escape or not, the game still scores you on, like, four big things that you have to do throughout the game. So I basically, <clears throat> like, got twice as many points as all of the other survivors. So according to the game, I played really well. Um, it was just kind of a fluke that that one guy got away, but whatever. Like, according to the game, like, I had twice as many points as everybody else. And they started berating me messaging me saying that i'm like not good at the game because i have to use myers not not like oh you have to resort to using that guy like wow you you must be really bad at this game and blah 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 and like i like i just retaliate i'm like hey i have twice as many points as you like the person telling you your shit at the game isn't me it's the game and... uh, yeah but then again i get flame if i'm like one cs down which technically i'm behind but like i i get told like I get told by like the anime melee or top nail or jungle, like oh oh shut up AD you're behind even though I'm technically ahead in terms of CS in terms of kills and just because I died to one fucking gang like suddenly <laughs> I'm the reason why we fucking lost yeah like serious I I oh, I just think it's and even though the sole reason why I died is because I'm trying to protect my fucking support because. Map awareness. He has a map awareness of fucking peanut. You know. <laughs> I think it's just any online game that's a competitive capacity. You're gonna get that. Like, yeah, definitely. I don't like, think it's particular games that are super bad or like this game is worse than that one. I think like any online game 
that has a competitive player base. Like, the whole point of the game is to compete. I think there's going to be issues. Like Yeah, are... so basically rank you basically oh yeah like people are gonna people are gonna get entitled people are gonna get upset people are gonna think that they know more than you or that they're that they play better than you and if you kill them you know it's because you were lucky and you had to resort to shitty tactics and blah 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 like uh basically uh scrub coats on oh, yeah, 12 abso- you absolutely know? absolutely <laughs> i love that 12 <laughs> but yeah um uh anything else that you think that you'd like to talk about i mean uh we can address uh the elephant in the room. I'm a your lisp. I like to call it a lisp. Uh, um, honestly, like it's technically a speech impediment, but okay. it's yeah, you could call it whatever the fuck you want, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I've always, I mean, since we were kids, I always just considered it a lisp. I mean, I know that at this point, I'm fairly used to it, but I know that for a lot of people listening, like maybe they don't quite understand. Um, if you can shed some insight on that, I don't know. Uh, so basically, I was born with ADHD, with a uh, speech development. Like, if somebody was born with ADHD, like, I think, I'm not an expert, but usually, I think they usually, the ADHD come with somebody else. Like, oh. autism, or, again, I'm not an expert, but, like, this this is what I've been told or what I've been researched online. But technically, I I have ADHD with a speech development. Uh, for yeah. me, there is different types of speech developments. Oh, but for, sure. for me, like for, for me, it's... Fuck, I had to breathe for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking for too long. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's basically me in a nutshell. Uh, so basically for me, it's my... R's, like the end of my R's, you know? Like, if I say something like water, like the R's is not very precise, that makes sense. Okay. And I, I think also TH, like in certain things, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so like, like it's hit or miss sometimes with that? Yeah, like if I speak slowly, like people can't say me, but if I start talking like this, like I, I'm basically just like doing fucking gibberish, you know? <laughs> Again, it, it took me a while to get used to it. Like we we met when we were kids, right? Yeah, like, I think like fourth grade or something. Something like that. It's when I switched schools, I think, because I was I went to a French school at first. I know, like I I, I kind of moved to the place we 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 um the place we like used to live in. Like yeah. you used to live in. I'm still here. Like I'm I'm trying to fix that, but you know. <laughs> but at school, I think I was just like take a nap on the wall and you kind of walk up to me and say like hey do you want to play and oh, i was like um yeah sure and then we just started hanging out and yeah. at school and then i got i don't know if you remember this but remember the first time we met outside of school no like we not <laughs> <laughs> no i don't uh, uh i was at tim hortons near the blockbuster you know yeah and I was getting a coffee with my mother, and then you walk in, and I was like, holy shit, like, you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and then, like, oh, my God, do you live, like, near here? I was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, right behind the uh, block bus. I was like, oh, my God, I live here, too. Yeah, do you I'm want to like, have a sleepover or something? Yeah, I'm like, I'm just up the hill. Like, we literally, like, the, the Tim Hortons was the halfway point to our house, and we both lived, like, maybe 10 minutes from it. 
I, I, I think I'll be used as a fucking uh, me a point. Yeah. Yeah, well, because that was before fucking cell phones and shit like that. I'd call you at the landline. I'm leaving the house now. I'll wait at the Tim Hortons. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, like a fucking play like um, at school or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, because we didn't have cell phones. So, like, once we were outside of the house, there was no way for us to check on each other's, like, position. I mean, I mean, I think we did have Facebook back then, but... Did we? No, not then. Did we? Uh... I didn't get Facebook till late, in all honesty. Like, I, I was, like, in our age group, I was one of, like, the last people to, like, actually get Facebook. I never fucking use it, you know? Yeah. I still don't use it, you know? Like, I... the, only, the only time I use it is, like, a fucking mark, uh, Facebook marketplace, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was one of the last people in our grade to like actually get the facebook but yeah i don't know you know i remember that i remember that fucking a world without fucking landlines and shit like that though like how did we fucking how do we get around <laughs> it was literally just using like i would leave you like one last message and like just name a landmark in our hometown and just pray to god that we get there around the same time <laughs> I yeah, God, like, my God, you sound like a boomer, man. I know, I know. I mean, how, how old are you? Like twenty three? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like one year older than you. you yeah, know? I know, I know. But like we, like, oh, like we didn't have to live our life like that. But we still had to like somewhat live our like we our childhood. We still had to live through like the transition from that to what it is now. Like again, like, we didn't I, have. I, I, sorry. Oh no, it's fine. Um, I remember, like, I don't know if you remember this too, but I remember, like, we didn't talk for, like, a year or two for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's because I left, I moved, I think. Oh, I think and so. Then, and then, like, well, I have two stories for this, but one story is I called, I, 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 uh, I was visiting my grandmother in Timmins, and so I called you and said, like, um, hey, and you were like, what's up? And I was like, uh, do you want to hang out? And you said like, yeah. Like, I I didn't hear you for like nine months, and I was, I didn't hear you for like nine months. Where you been? And I was like, oh, I moved. I was like, oh, <laughs> and you were like, oh, <laughs> I, I remember and, that. And then I was like, oh, you never went to school, so I, I'm kind of you see you disappearing. <laughs> I do remember that. I I remember that phone call too. I was just like, oh. Hello? You're like, hey, it's Josh. I'm like, holy fuck, Josh, what's going on? <laughs> You're like, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. in town. I'm like, you haven't always been in town? Uh, yeah, I moved. I, I, well, I don't live there now, so I'm fine saying it. Like, I moved to a place called Ferrian Falls. Oh, I remember like, that, yeah. Uh, basically, I, I moved to kind of the countryside. Like, I, I forget how to like that. of the countryside? Yeah, I guess so. Like, I, I, I lived like there was a fucking lake in my backyard. Like, there was a fucking tire swing, you know? <laughs> Every stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a nice place, even though, like, I understand the time I, I stay in my room playing video games, but, you know. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I had oh. the life. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've been talking for about a half hour now. I think we're going to take a small uh, ad break, and then uh, we'll get back to this uh, after the break. Yep, no worries. Alrighty, well, here we uh, go. I, I, I have no control, so... <laughs> true, true. Alright, here's a... Here's a... I, I, I'm not putting a gun in your head be like, fucking stop it, bitch. Not to... Do it now. Oh. Alright, here's <laughs> okay, the okay. ad break. Okay, okay. Commercial break. 
Yeah, commercial break. Here we go. This episode is sponsored by Brotherhood MFG. Brotherhood MFG is a clothing brand centered around car culture with a fresh style. Brotherhood MFG has even given me a special discount code to give to you guys. So if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash Brotherhood MFG and use discount code PASTTIME in all caps, you'll get 13% off the entire store. All right, and we're back from that break. How are you doing? Made some coffee. Ate fucking rice cakes like a monster. Hey, you texted me five minutes before. Before I woke up, okay? I was basically <laughs> watching to get this McCoy, man. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. It's just, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge you a little bit for eating, like, just rice cakes. Were they... uh, to be fair, I did have a banana, but, okay, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, were they flavored, at least? Like, people who eat dry rice cakes. That I, I don't understand that. It's just, it's, oh, super, <laughs> it's dry, it hurts my mouth. I was about to say, like, was the banana... I thought you were going to say, like, was the banana flavored. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the white cakes was flavored. Okay. It was a white cheddar, I believe. Okay. You can get, like, you can get, like uh, 12 of them in a package for, like, 20 bucks on Amazon. On Amazon? Is that... Is that well-priced? $20 for a dozen of them from Amazon? Can't get them at, yep. like, the grocery store or anything? Uh, you could, but with taxes and such, like I think it's like more than twenty bucks. So technically, what the fuck? so technically, if you, you can get cheaper online, I think. Yo, how smug are the people who make rice cakes that think that rice cakes are worth twenty dollars? Uh, I, I get me. twelve. I, I get like twelve packs of them, you know, and uh, like four white cakes, you know. That I I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh. What you going to do? Complain to a manager or something? No. No. <laughs> I'm not a Karen. Oh, I've been... Oh, that's that's been one of my guilty pleasures lately. I've been watching these, like, Karen's Gone Wild, like, compilation videos of just, like, the craziest fucking people on YouTube right now. Of just, like, Karen's uh, Caught in the Wild. I critical. Oh, my God. Uh, no, by, um, Repsion. Oh. He's what? A, Repsion? Yeah, he's a cool little commentary channel. I've been following him for a little bit now. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just some people, man, that are just willing to, like, lose their fucking mind over trivial shit out in public. Dude, you used to work at a restaurant field. <laughs> I know. Well, at least, like, I, if people... Sometimes can... I just... Oh, sorry, but oh. sometimes I just want to give, like, I just want to give the whales a hug. But oh, yeah. I don't want to because I might get accused of sexual harassment. <laughs> like, yeah, like at least in a restaurant setting, I somewhat understand. Because, like, yeah, like if you if you're really if you're a very picky eater or if you like eating things a certain way, like one side of the coin is just make it at home. Then if you're so fucking picky, but uh, like on the other side is like you are paying for a service. So like I get it that you have like somewhat of an entitlement to like you know get your money's worth, but there, there is such thing as like excessiveness in their it's, complaints. It's, it's not even like that, you know. Just like, just say it nicely, and nobody would give shit. If you're an asshole about it, like, oh yeah, oh for sure. I remember like, when when I was working, like it's 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 the only kind of like quote unquote Karen that I've ever had to deal with, like actually working in a kitchen. Uh, I had this lady. Jail. <laughs> I've had this lady send my her plate back to me like four times. Oh, and I mean that that did happen to me once. Oh, but I I was the customer. 
Uh, what? You did that? I, I, I did slightly, okay? Um, there's this restaurant that I like that serves something called a breakfast present. Breakfast, so, breakfast poutine. Yeah, basically it's kind of like a present with egg on it. That okay. makes sense. Okay. I, it's fucking delicious. Alright. Um, but basically what happened is that there's some stuff that I don't want on it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, well, then they, and, that's on them. If you said, I want this, but leave out XYZ, it, and they put it, that it in that, They did that like four times. Oh my god. Yeah, see, that's on It them. was one single ingredient. Oh my and god, really? I, yeah, the same ingredient over and over again. I dig in, I take a bite, and I was like, oh, it's still down. And I and the way it was like, seriously, I was like, here, I'll show you. Like, I, I, I'm not fucking caring, you know? Like, yeah. I, if I'm complaining to something, like, there's a reason, you know? Like, what? I get it. Like, I, I've been there. I've been there. What I've learned, and if you do this, especially in a restaurant, one, you're saving yourself and the staff a huge headache. Just tell the, the, the waitress or waiter, like, a little white lie. Be like, hey, can there be no onions, please? I, I'm allergic. And then they will... What? Something like that, you know? Yeah, just if you just yeah. say that, they, they, they prioritize. And they're like, oh, because they have to take allergies seriously. And it's just a little white lie. And it's just like a little way to like make sure that they won't put it in there. Tell them you're fucking allergic. Do you have any idea how much shit we had to go through <laughs> because of allergies? <laughs> Especially if, if it's in the same section. Oh, like, yeah. we had to watch fucking everything. Your food takes longer if you do that. I know, but at least it's right that way. Um, uh, but yeah, but still, yeah, it's, it's a fucking dick move, man. I don't know. I find it just saves a lot of like, again, I don't do that because I'm not particularly picky, but like, I know a couple people who do do that. And like, I thought it was ingenious because like I, the, uh, back to my story, um, like at the fourth time they said like, oh, that's no, like the stuff I don't want in though. And the way it was like, well, at least you're nice. <laughs> Thank God. That's a, that's a compliment. If and, you're able uh, to send uh, a dish back like, four times and the waitresses still compliment you, like that means you did it tactfully. Like you did it nicely. I mean, technically, like, like I am, kind, I am kind of going off topic here, but if you're ever out on a date, the best first date place you can go to is the restaurant. Oh, and yeah. you're basically studying your date um, body language and how they treat the uh, waitresses. Oh yeah, if you they're can. Rude, if oh, they're yeah. rude, get the fuck out of there. You oh know? yeah, you can tell someone's character very quickly by how they treat like waiters and waitresses, like yeah. super quickly. Like, I'm not telling Pat Time Fickle podcast where you get all your day invites from from a guy who never had a date. Oh, <laughs> uh, but oh no, it's just like. I remember when I was working in the restaurant, this lady sent her dish back four times, and the way it ended, I almost lost my fucking mind. She ordered, I think it was like a hot hamburger or something like that. It's basically like a, a hamburger on a piece of bread with gravy on it. Uh, um, uh, it. It came with a side of greens. And I, would, I, I was about to say, like, wait, there's cold hamburgers? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that's my, uh, that's my uh, mother's favorite, actually. Oh, okay. So I sent the dish out. And, like, ten, less than ten minutes later, the waitress has come back and they're like, hey, she sent it back. She said, uh, she said that the vegetables are a little too hard. Like, she wants the veg vegetables a little bit softer. I'm like, okay, is there anything wrong with, with the hot hamburger? And they're like, no, 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 she's, she said just the vegetables. 
I went okay, and then so I I ref I like, you know, redunked them, put a little like re-upped it on like the garlic butter, like boiled them for a little bit longer, made them a little bit soft, send it back out. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, like five minutes later, she comes back. Uh, she says that uh, they're still too hard. She wants them softer. I went okay. So then I I did it again. Sent that, it. At that point, just fucking overcooked up as hell. Well, we're getting there. Sent it back. She sent it back. Sorry. She sent it back a third time, complaining that her hot hamburger was now cold and that the vegetables were mush. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the fourth time, I just completely remade her meal because of the complaint. Uh, fuck, I, I fucking did though, but for me, <laughs> but for my restaurant, it's percent, you know? Yeah. Like, basically, we make the percent. And then we we play it up to the um the uh fucking uh, warmer. Yeah, the heat lamp. And yeah, the heat lamp. And like fifteen minutes later, the waitresses picked up the present and bring it to the customer. And then they immediately come back and say that the gravy is dry. Oh, Even geez. though we've been trying to get the fucking attention for the past fifteen fucking minutes. Yeah, that's know? a whole other ball game in the restaurant game. The beef between kitchen staff and waitresses. Like, you are either... Uh, I, I'm the dishwasher. <laughs> like, I, I'm usually, like, the first... It, it, they usually... I don't know if there's, like, anything else, but... I, I don't know if it's any other restaurant, but usually the waitress is, like, talking to me about, like, uh, say, like, shit customers, you know? I find... You'd be surprised, you'd be surprised how, many, how much shit talk <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the house gets. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I like... From from my like, experience, like right. the, the the guys in Dish Pit, they they are Switzerland. Like, the, it's it's basically like a three way war: kitchen staff, waitresses, customers, and, and and the Dish Pit is just Switzerland. Just everybody's <laughs> friend, everybody's therapist. <coughs> Sorry. Oh fuck. Oh. I I probably don't know how to drink. Like something coffee got to my nose. Oh my. <coughs> ah fuck. But yeah, like. Ah, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> you dying there? Ah, possibly. <laughs> Just simulated drowning right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but... uh... Sorry, yeah, continue with your story. Oh, it's just the, the people in Dish Pit are just Switzerland. Like, there's always some kind of beef, beef either between the kitchen staff, the wait staff, or the customer, but no one's ever mad at Dish Pit. Yeah, they're just looking, just to look at this bit, like, just, like, sad looking at eyes, be like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, there's, like, sometimes, like, the relationship between, like, line cooks and the wait staff is either really good or very, very volatile. Like, I mean, I had, I had a plate for I me mean, once. Oh, really? By who? Yes. Uh, um, this was back in, like, my own uh, workplace. Yeah. Uh, basically, like, one of the uh, waitresses was, like, bitching about Cosmo, and she just, she got so angry, she fucking threw a plate at me. And just, oh my god, did she not know I you were like, there? I, I, I was just doing the dishes, you know? <laughs> and she was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, the amount of, like, drama, like, the amount of drama that happens in any kitchen setting, like, I've only worked in 
two two separate kitchens and it's basically the same thing no matter where you go like it's just like the same dynamic between the cooking staff and the wait staff the same dynamic with the people who do the dishes the same dynamic with the customer it's it's the same it, the only difference is the menu but oh. yeah that that definitely makes sense like that's that's some uh waitresses that like you know like that's that's one that's kind of a cunt but, yeah yeah i remember in my first kitchen job it was getting so bad like the the relationship between um uh the relationship between like the, the cooking staff and the wait staff was getting so bad that like as a remedy my boss was considering just for the full-time employees so he would pair a f- like one of the full-time kitchen staff with one of the full-time waitresses and basically you only cook for her orders she only serves the food you cook and and you guys share tips so he was trying to like turn like the kitchen and wait staff into like separate teams I was about to say, like, what? The fourth name today or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like that, though. It was like, so, like, it. he never implemented it. It never ended up, I think, uh, there was, like, a huge thing about, like, the tips that the, the waitresses didn't like that idea. Um, uh, Like, we still got, like, a small little tip out, but, like, I think he was, like, looking at, like, and then you split the tips 50-50, so you guys better get along, or, or some bullshit like that. He never ended up implementing it, but he was, like, playing with the idea of basically making, like, whenever Fred works, like this waiter works and this waiter like fred only cooks the food that this waiter writes down and this waiter only touches the food that fred cooks that would that way it would completely he thought it would eliminate drama he thought it would can like boost communication that way i only had to deal with one waiter and the waiter only had to deal with one cook and and he never implemented it he never ever implemented it what have that guy ever worked before he was the owner that was the fucking owner yeah the owner was he again he was considering it he he never actually implemented it oh yeah and then all that did was get the kitchen staff really excited for that idea because like on our end we're like that's perfect that will increase like like to the line cooks we were like okay that will increase communication we'll we'll get like we'll get fucked up orders less and we get more of the tip out we're like yeah let's fucking do it and then the wait staff were just and then the waitress, like the wait staff, was just like, "Don't touch my tips!" And then it just blew up and made so much more drama afterwards. Uh, to be fair, that does make sense. Because it does. It I does. I've talked to the uh, whales, and they're like, "Yeah, nice. Uh, my money come from tips." I was like, "Seriously?" Oh yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, we get paid like fucking like three bucks an hour." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, serving like it's the only thing that it's the only way that you can make less than minimum wage is if you're a server, and it's called quote unquote servers wage, and yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, servers, they, they live off tips. And if you want to think about it, they deal with the most BS. They really do. They really, really do. Like, they're, they're literally on the front line. Like, if they're actually coming across, like, a legitimate Karen, like, you know, the kitchen staff, you know, they have to deal with her fucking demands or whatever. But, like, the waiters and waitresses, they, they actually have to deal with the person. Yeah, I, like, I don't know if I told you this story. But I, I, I actually had to call the cops at work. No, really? Yes. Uh, basically, there was these four guys that, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but basically, like, the manager kind of knew, like, one of them. And apparently, he's a drug deal in this oh. town. Oh, nice. And they would get, like, completely wasted. They were, like, shit-talking the uh, bartender. Oh. And so, like, basically, like, they actually kind of approached, like, 
the uh, manager, I, I had to step in. I was like, back the fuck off, you know? Yeah. Like, as soon as I put my foot down, they all looked at me, and I just gave them, like, a fucking serious look. And... <laughs> it's very difficult to be intimidating. Just, like, how do I look at them to let them know? Uh, but, yeah, so basically, like, uh, basically, they would, like, stop and go call the fucking cops because they always, like, for, for what I've been told, they apparently always drunk drive, if that makes sense. Oh, okay, so, so they were, like, re geez. this was, like, a reoccurring thing. Like, they always come, they always get wasted, they always, like, leave drunk. No way like that. Like, I think that was the first time I saw them, but... Okay. Um, basically, I was like, yeah, fuck it, uh, Josh called the cops, and I was like, okay. And as soon as she said that, they immediately start sucking her dick. <laughs> Just like, oh, sorry, we were best friends, right? Yeah, and then they all got in the truck, and they and the cop was there. And I was like, the truck, the truck, and then they stopped driving off, and that's basically the end of that. Wow. And basically, like after that, people were like going, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was a, it was an incident. Don't worry about it." Yeah. And we had a takeout that we didn't complete until after closing because we had to deal with that. Oh. And. The guy was there, I was like, hey, do you have it? And I was like, oh, fuck, I'll go make it real quick, you know? Oh, that's, like, that's I, I wasn't the closer, I was the pre-close. And okay. the closer was like, dude, seriously, we don't have to, we don't have to do that. I was like, yeah, but we kind of, it, there was kind of incidents, you know? Yeah, it's not, And so yeah. I, I just made that and, and just give it to him, apologize to him, say, tell the customer I'm sorry we had an incident. And then I just cleared and then went home. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, restaurant life is interesting, honestly. It's it's a super, super stressful environment, though. Honestly, there's two... There's two, um, BOH, uh, back at the house. Mm -hmm. uh, like, there's two of them that I just... One, I... Both of them I kind of find relaxing. Oh. And that's prep cook and dishes. Yeah. I don't know why, but for prep cook... I could just like, okay, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff to do, but at least I'm doing something. And as soon as I've done all the list, it'd be like eight hours in, and I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, and then, and that's saying the dish for me too, you know? I mean, I, I worked as a line cook, and like, I always kind of felt bad because, like, for every dish we put out, the people in Dish Pit need a wash, right? So, like, like line, the line cook staff was always the second last people to leave. The the dish pit people were always the last people to leave, and I always felt bad for them. Like yeah, basically, this is like busiest time. It's always forty minutes before the forty minutes after the line dishes time. You know. Oh yeah, because then we like not only like especially if we got a rush late that night. Like not only do you need to like wash all these dishes, but like also here's all the kitchen dishes, which take so much longer to clean. And then like oh. Well, we cleaned the kitchen up so we can leave. And then I just would, like, as we were leaving, just, like, see, like, the pa the pile of dishes in Dish Pit. And I would always feel so guilty. Yeah, it happens, you know. And then, like, the only way that, like, I would, like, like rationalize it is just like, well, you know, I did my job. Like, you got to do your job, unfortunately. Better you than me. <laughs> I mean, every now and then, like, if they were, like, ridiculously, like, overcome with dishes, or if they were understaffed, like, I would, like, the, the, the owner would ask one of the line staff to stick around, 
And if it was like one of my friends, like I'd I'd stay and like finish with them. But if the if not, like I'd try to get the other line cook to do it. I'd feel bad for them, but not enough to like actually help them out. Yeah, the one you hate. Like just look at them, just wear evil smoke, like bye bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, no, like that's about the only crazy. Well, that I have one more crazy story from the time in working in a kitchen. Um, uh, <laughs> so one of the waitresses got her boyfriend a job in the dish pit hmm. and it was, yeah, that happened. yeah, it was his first day. It was his first day, basically, you know, full training wheels. Like he's, he's it's first day in the dish pit, first day working in a kitchen. His, his girlfriend has been working there like for like over one or two years. So like she was, she knew the place and she, I don't know what happened. I genuinely, to this day, still don't know what happened. I don't know if she had an altercation with the owner. I don't know if she had an altercation with one of the customers. I don't know if something was going on outside of work. But out of nowhere, she just started having a mental breakdown. Like, just started going, like, just had a mental breakdown. And it, she she freaked out in front of the owner. She freaked out in front of everybody who was dining. And she ran into the employee's woman's washroom. And her boyfriend is just sitting there like, what the fuck? So her boyfriend went into the bathroom with her to, like, calm her down. And then when the owner found out about that, he fired them both because they're both employees of opposite sexes in the bathroom together, in the employee bathroom together. And he was like, I can't, he's like, that's a huge liability. Like, I'm so sorry. What? What? Honestly, I feel like it's kind of a bullshit policy. I mean, unless they were actually doing it. I don't. Know? I don't think so. But I think he was also. I think he also like had enough of her. Like I think, I think the breakdown had something to do with like him critiquing her work or something like that, or she wasn't doing well or something like that. And then when she essentially embarrassed him in front of all the customers and stuff like that, and then went into the bathroom with her boyfriend, he was just like, "Okay, that's enough." I honestly feel. More bad for the guy then. Oh yeah, me too. But like again, I didn't know the whole situation. This would have happened like on my second or third day ever working there. Like I was super brand new. Hmm. Oh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that like, I I mean I I've worked in a kitchen for like a little over two years collectively, and like that's basically all the stories I have from working in a kitchen. Yeah, same for me. My my like, fuck, almost a decade. Like oh. I saw you when I was sixteen. Oh really? My. Yeah, uh, it was it was the uh, recommendation of. Uh, well, I have to say now. Uh, it was the recommendation of a therapist. Oh. That I needed to get a job, so basically that's basically what I did. Mm-hmm. And then. I thought I was going to do school with the job, but then I started doing, like, four or five shifts a week, and it was... I started out as a line cook, so I was there at 8 a.m. Oh. It was only until a year later, I was like, hey, am I still doing school? Because <laughs> I didn't fucking realize. And she was like, oh, no, no, you dropped out. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, I need to get my GED. Yeah, go for it, man. I mean, all the power to you, honestly. Yeah, well, for 
with the whole like bug like virus thing you know That's the bug probably. is that what is that what we're referring it to with this with this bug going around i mean we could say the bl we could just say it like it's honestly your choice <laughs> oh i don't care i do not care I'll call it the beer because I think it's funny. <laughs> the beer. Uh, like I, I kind of feel bad by them, even though technically their profits went up by like ten percent because oh of the virus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, I think this is probably a good place to to end the episode. Honestly, I mean, we've got a lot of talking in. Um, yeah. Uh, true. So yeah, uh, thank you for being on, Joshua. Uh, Every, for everybody listening, you can find him as King Tamakos on Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, uh, Twitch. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add before we go? Um, did I mention how much I fucking love hentai? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody.